All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Over the Bear, a podcast where we discuss video games with no real authority and express some unpopular opinions while trying to outrun our backlog of games. I'm Jacob. I'm Adam. And together we make Outrun the outrun Bear. Outrun the Bear. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Does that work? No? Yeah, I think so. so. Much. We're That's keeping all right. it. All right. Uh, all right. How are things? Uh, things are good. I have good. a lot to say around some things today platforms and and it's good that we're on a podcast where i can talk so that's good. Um, How about the you? two the two adjectives that we use in this podcast are good and yep. great that's right we're doing good not well good no, no. <laughs> yes and games are great no jacob i'm doing well that's the proper english yeah well yes. okay games are good oh I'm wait things well. are good that's what that's we said right. all right i i'm doing well i'm doing well i have some updates on my gaming i i actually thought we we're recording this pretty quickly after the last one or quicker than we normally have and yeah was, well not the month span yeah yeah so i thought i wouldn't have as much to say but uh definitely finished a couple things started a couple things uh, excited to get into it yeah good um and we're going to talk about uh 2020 goals this year yes uh and kind of the plans around games that we want to play and and complete this this year as well as uh we're going to touch upon some of the games that are coming out in 2020 that uh we're also excited for and may destroy those plans i as just a high probability that the plans will iterate as we go i think as i've grown older i tend to like to plan my life a little more and so i think the uh discussion around planning isn't something i would have ever considered before oh uh, just pick a game like just play, play the next game yeah but i like having a map because there are some things coming out this year I want to make sure I have time for when they arrive. And uh, so it's put sort of conditions on where I'm going to be. And some stuff's already shifted around because some things got delayed. Right. So, yeah. Right. We can talk about yeah. that. It's probably, um, yeah, I probably put more thought of it into this year than I have in the past. On, you know. Um, 100%. Yeah. It's just kind of like. Uh, it's the podcast that's done it, really. Yeah. Picking a name yeah. out of a hat previously. And now I'm like looking at my list of games. I'm like, you know what? I should just this is the kind of the order I should do things just to get them to actually play them. Cause otherwise right. they kind of, yeah, you, you, your old, your old stuff kind of falls to the wayside and they go into uh, a backlog of sorts. I think that's the term for backlog. Yeah. Yeah. Backlog. Oh. Yeah. That's the oh, one. We yeah. should use that in our podcast somehow. Probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. My backlog is actually not, I mean, it's okay. It's quite intimidating. Never mind. I, I cleaned uh, mine up a little bit. Yeah, I should probably go through and clean a few mine out. There's some of these that I probably won't ever go back and and replay. Like, yeah, I think I think maybe we touched on Bayonetta at some point. Maybe we didn't, but like <laughs> Bayonetta is not a game. I think I have uh, not a, that it's a bad game by any means. It just wasn't a game for me, and yeah, uh, might not come back to it. All right, let's just start off with uh, some formalities. Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, there's no corrections from last episode. Oh yeah, that I no know corrections. of. We're gonna go with that. Okay. Uh, nobody reached out to us because they have no way to reach out to us generally, unless it's well, they do now. Friend. I heard they do now, which is the next update. We're on Twitter. We're on the social medias. Um, Look at which us. it's going to be embarrassing because I barely know how to use it. Because <laughs> we explained in our past episode, we we use it just to post some screenshots so that we can download them. Yeah, no, on uh, a private account. Yeah. Yeah. Now and now we've got a Twitter account. Uh, the handle is at Outrun the Bear. Ah. And, and uh, Freddie posted, I made mention that we're recording episode four tonight. 
and I saw be that. on the lookout. Uh, yes. uh, had one follower, me. So, so you know, was, big following. There was, two, there was two actually when I checked, but I oh. wasn't logged in, so I couldn't see the mm. second one. Yeah, that's scary. So, yeah. you know, there big you following already. Yeah. Word's getting out there. I'll hop on there shortly. Yeah. It's really exciting. Uh, anyways, let's move, let's move on. <laughs> okay. What's, what's going on with you? Uh, what is going on? So, um, yeah, I, I've spent a fair amount of time looking at um, a game called The Witcher. Should I, I'm just going to dive right into The Witcher talk because this is, this is, but this might take a minute. Oh, so you're playing the first one. <laughs> this is not the case. Um, so uh, I had to go on a, a work trip uh, recently, and uh, and I packed up The Witcher Three with me, opened it, and put threw it in the the Switch, and let it update. And just for the record, uh, well, let's put all the cards on the table of my Witcher experience so far. <laughs> Witcher Three specifically, uh, I have no probably lack of probably no interest whatsoever in playing one and two at this point. Maybe later, who knows? Uh, so. I played The Witcher 3 a little bit on PC probably about three years ago, and I probably put in about two or three hours, and I thought, well, that was neat, and then I, I tucked it away, and I I kind of didn't like the controls a ton, and I don't recall if I was playing with keyboard and mouse at the time, but I just, I found it a little janky is kind of the word I want to use, but I don't know if it's the right word. It wasn't wasn't the smoothest controllers. That Let's go with janky. Settings. Janky's I like, fine. I like the word janky. Me too. So uh fast forward you know to up until about maybe nine months ago or so and hey the game of the year edition is on sale on the ps4 well i need that i need that because that's cheap and i should really play the witcher 3 i've heard it's very good uh so i think the uh, deciding factor was that mm -hmm. uh oh it's a game yeah that's it that was that was the only deciding factor it's a game it's a game it's game of the year and it's on sale. These are like things that John all right, all right. doesn't we'll have to meet two. all those criteria all the time. But in this case, this is the, the magic that, that occurred. So uh, I stuck on the PS4 at some point a little bit later on down the road from there. It wrapped up whatever I was playing at the time. And uh, and it's still a little janky. Um, but, I you know, I played it for like an hour or whatever. And it kind of looked nice. And the PS4 and the, you know, looked kind of kind of good. And no parked it and went back to whatever i was playing i think actually I th maybe i wasn't an in-between game even oh actually now that i think about it uh it was i think i'd stuck in about three different games just to see what they were all like you know like near automata this one and some other ones just to see like which one i wanted to play next and i thought well i'd just put in a couple hours to each and sort of see which one really sort of grabbed me and the winner by the way at the end of that last round i think was uncharted 4 um because i was it just kind of grabbed me and i went with it and just continued playing it um but uh anyway so i have a friend of mine who's playing uh, the switch version and this the switch came out what mid-november i think something like uh, that which are three for switch yeah, yeah. Something um like so it there was some deals to be had around black friday um so i ended up picking up on a pretty good sale and thought to myself this is this is the platform that's going to be for me my friend you know played a lot handheld and was playing it everywhere on a train and a boat and a house everywhere so i was like well this is for me because this is how i'm going to be able to play this 170 hour game and the game does appeal to me in the in the structure and all the little side quests and stuff and i think i could you know finish this game entirely and do all the sides or most of them um and so i'm so i stuck it in the the uh just before this trip i stuck it in i got it all patched and took it with me and i played it for 
I think five or six hours straight at one point. Uh, it was a bit of a long flight. And the, uh, um, the net result was I fell in love with it. I'm like, this, this game is great. I really like it. I got further than I got last time. Um, I got a little more deep into the story. I learned a lot more about the mechanics. I started looking up a lot of more. There's like builds in it. So you can actually play the game quite differently, depending if you want to be a little more heavier magic or whatever. Anyways, um, but as a side side effect of looking up like builds and stuff, I started stumbling across a lot of other Witcher stuff. And there's a lot of people that are like hardcore into this game. And, um, and it's one of those games, kind of like Skyrim, which get heavily modded on PC. So people like take texture packs and, uh, and they take... Uh, modifications and they change the way the game looks either through lighting textures um, and also some like mechanical changes Um, and what I mean by that is like uh, for instance uh, in the game there's signposts that you can sort of fast travel between and um, and one of the modifications lets you fast travel to one regardless of whether you're next to one or not so there's some of those types of mods Um, and it is breathtaking it is gorgeous and i will tell you uh that i was just unable to tolerate the fidelity on the switch i will say that the port is pretty great like it's runs smoothly it's just running at like 500p and i know jacob that you have trouble telling the difference between 500p and 1080p but it's you know, about twice hang on fidelity. yeah yeah hang on hang on <laughs> i'm not blind to fidelity I just don't think that it's necessarily the primary factor for uh, playing a game. So, so in comparison, playing Doom, which I understand is a beautiful game when played on like a, you know, better system. But I played it on a Switch and meant I got to play it and I had a ton of fun. I didn't care about the fidelity. But, you know, so I'm not blind to it. It's not like I, I look at the Switch version and I'm like, oh, that looks identical to a 4K version on a PC. No, no, I, I can see the difference. It's just I don't necessarily Jacob, I, I know you care. No, 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 no. You prompted me to get on my soapbox and I'm getting on it. So don't don't say those kind of things and expect me to just stay silent here and go, ha ha. I would suggest, and I think it's a fair paint to say, is that it is absolutely not a priority for you um, over gameplay. You'll take it if it's there, no question. But but gameplay is sure. trounces it, and I would generally agree. But in this case, I can have both, so I want I, both. I mean, uh, all power to you. Sure. Um, you so know, you got to experience the game on just about every. Almost, almost, oh, so and I will say I have, started up I have that Xbox. Xbox Game Pass, and yeah. apparently they've now released it on there. So there technically, I could go and find it on its fine other home. I think that's the only platforms that's available. So, so it's, yeah. Um, but so, anyways, I got it up and running. It took me about a day to sort of get the mods installed and sort of understand how all that works. And uh, I've got it up and running, and I'm basically back to where I was um, as far as the actual gameplay goes. Um, and uh yeah it's great it's gorgeous i've got i'm just playing it on i'm still playing it on the tv uh i have a controller plugged in um and uh and i'm trying to see about uh steam link streaming in the house to see how that how well that'll work so mm-hmm. that'll something i'll play around with shortly but anyways witcher 3 is is the game i'm currently starting to play probably the thing i'll be talking about for some time because if i actually fully dig in which i expect to um it's a number of hours so yeah it's a long game. Bit. Yeah, depending on how much you do. Yeah, 
Yeah. Aside from that, uh, I well, so I thought, well, gosh, I don't really want to continue playing this on the Switch, so I'm gonna check out a few other games. So I, I ended up finishing Dead Cells, um, and by finishing Dead Cells, it's kind of like a rogue light uh, for those that haven't played it. Dead Cells is a, uh, um, it's a game where you die and you just restart at the very beginning again. Um, it's a very fast, fast action-paced game, 60 frames per second on the Switch. Great platform for it. I know it's on PC as well. I think actually it's on pretty well everything. Um, it uh, actually it's on phone too. Apparently it plays quite well. I don't know if it's on Android, but it's definitely on iOS. Um, and it it's it's good. Uh, it <laughs> it's good, <laughs> um, but it it's it's fast. It's action based. You can definitely learn and you get better and better at it. It's very hard at the beginning, and it gets easier and easier. Now what I think's happened because I've been to the last boss a few times. I think they've patched it. Um, and made things a little bit easier because I was able to actually kill the last guy without having any of the legendary weapons or whatever they call them in that game. And that surprised me. But I think what's occurred is that they've, uh, they're just more focused on the multiple tiers of difficulty. So I'm on like, uh, like the base tier and you can go up to multiple other tiers, which increases the damage you take and the damage, uh, or the amount of healing you get and that kind of stuff. So um anyways i'm pleased that i could just finish the actual game and kill the last guy and i can park that away i don't think i'll continue to play it and revisit it but there is a dlc coming out shortly might be of interest um but otherwise probably parked but i'll I'll, i'm willing to consider it uh, done i probably put about 30 hours in in the end and i mean is the dlc free or is it like a purchase you know what i don't know i haven't looked It, it it got listed as DLC on the GOG store. So I wonder if it is a, uh, everything up to so far has been a free patch or free DLC. So I don't know if this one's, uh, it seemed to be making a bigger deal, but I just don't know if it's a, it's a sellable one, but gotcha. Uh, yeah. Looks, looks pretty cool. And outside of that, uh, so I think I've men- mentioned we finished up heavy rain. Uh, what I don't recall is if I mentioned the sort of the next one I'm doing with the kid, uh, which is uh, the Batman Telltale series, which I know you've played, yeah. and uh, and so we've spun that up, and that's that's a really gorgeous game, and seems to be. Uh, Are you still on season quite well? Are you still on season one? Uh, I'm on. I don't, is it chapters or seasons? I can't remember. But well, it's split up season into, like, one is parts, the first right? game essentially, and so oh, yeah, five I'm on season one, season. and then I'm on like the second episode or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I just. Um... Oh, is that it? Sorry. I was just gonna move on to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. It's You're so funny confused. as soon as yeah, I looked confused because as soon as you said that, my screen completely blanked. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, are we not recording anymore? We're gonna cut this out. Maybe we won't. We'll see how no. it goes. I mean, it's just it's way more personable. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just gotta move my mouse every so often, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I finished Batman season two this week. Um pretty good pretty good and kind of interested uh i without any spoilers you can definitely direct the story a little bit differently especially a specific character you find out in the end that like yeah there was two kind of paths for it i mean ultimately i suspect that the the game plays similarly but it's interesting i'd be interested to know kind of how different it is um uh you know depending on how you kind of steered some of the characters but it was a good game uh, i really liked it uh i enjoyed so did the story you, did you play like a, a like a good guy batman or did you play like a kind of a jerk i i don't even know if, is, is if there is one i guess it was probably more on the good side yeah. but it definitely made choices that you 
kind of almost consider uh bad because in the moment i like had to make a decision and i just kind of like i i gave up people instead of myself because i thought it was the better thing to do but like ultimately it was probably not i don't know right it's 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 i almost felt like the second one had a bit more impact on that than the first game did maybe some replayability than they were looking at i think um it reminds me of uh detroit become human uh i think where you have at the end of each chapter so to speak they show you like a map of your decisions Mm -hmm. and they show you like how many they don't show you what they are but they show you that there were other decisions and so it really opens the door for like oh like and sometimes at the end of some chapters you're like there was like a giant branch that because we didn't make one decision we never went down there right and so like a huge amount of replayability i think yeah i don't know that it's probably it's probably not that extensive to to that um but it definitely this one has more um focus on the how the characters think of batman and your decisions so at the end of every episode they they give you the summary of that character and how they feel about you um Mm. whether you know um based on your decisions and your reactions to them and they and they tell you which ones you chose and which ones uh most people did you know like whether you fell into the i like that uh, i like seeing what the crowd was yeah yeah and it i mean generally you can kind of predict where the crowd is on like the on some of them but it's funny yeah. like I, like i said a couple of the choices i made uh i was in the it was in the small percentage because again like if i gave someone up most people right. did not they sacrificed themselves and i was kind of like oh i don't think i should do that and i didn't and then it was like <laughs> you are like 25 percent of the people did what you did and i'm like ooh, yeah right. so it's interesting i um i probably won't go back to play it right away it'll be one of those things that i you know maybe try uh, later down the road when i just want to sure dive back into it i did like the characters i like the voice acting i thought uh production value was really good uh in the story um uh, especially for characters that have been, you know, especially as a Batman fan, you've seen these characters presented in many different ways in different shows. And um, so uh, it was cool. Yeah. Did they did they use the same voice actor from the first one for Batman? Yeah. I think it was the, I don't know what his name is, Nolan North or something like that. The guy, the same guy who does Uncharted. I think that's Is Batman. it really? I'm pretty sure I it is. And I did not clue into that. And I, I'm, I'm like 90% sure it is. Maybe we'll have some corrections. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> um, but the other, uh, interesting bit, and I'm reasonably certain this is true as well. The, uh, the shadows pack that you can buy for both. Yeah. Um, they actually went back and they re-recorded a few of the leads total vocals cause it, it changed a bunch of stuff apparently. And so oh. they, they completely have new voices. Um, and they're not the same actors. Which oh, I thought was a little odd. Yeah. Um, and there must have been a decision behind it. But uh, when I was poking around to see what the difference is with the Shadows version, uh, trying to determine whether I wanted it or not, which in the end I'm glad I didn't because it really just makes it like a black and white game. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, That was one of the comments that kind of came up in some of the, the, the threads. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Odd. Um, well, after that, uh, I had mentioned that I started the Uncharted collection and I played Uncharted f- 1 and completed yep. it yep and it's hard to recommend this game yeah. tell um, me why it is uh definitely i mean it's an old game uh by i guess these standards now it's uh 2006 i think so 15 yeah. years old definitely an art uncharted game that is trying to find its footing and trying to figure out what it is 
right uh i struggle to get through it in just um my patience with it uh because so like mechanics wise or so wise the story was okay but it yeah. was mainly on the fighting than on the story it was kind of like right. okay so you're gonna spend an incredible amount of time just fighting wave after wave after wave of guys there's right. no um there's no stealth in it which i mean i like stealth so that's kind of a thing that i look forward to but it's not really built for that although they kind of suggest you can it really isn't you basically show up at a place and then just guys will just come in and you have to fight them until you know they stop coming and then you move on to the next area that might require a little bit of platforming and then you got to fight those guys again and it's just an incredible amount of fighting it just got really tiresome and carrie was like like why don't you just stop I'm like, oh, i've like gotten this far i'm just gonna finish it I, it didn't take me long i think it was five hours like it's a oh, short fairly game short one yeah it's not very long um and i didn't spend that much time like exploring the. i uh, i mean i didn't want to spend time exploring uh, i'd be really I, curious to go back and look at like reviews for it and see sort of like, i think because it was of course, con- i think it was considered good yeah yeah and obviously they made a bunch of sequels right yeah um i'm already so i already started uncharted 2 and i can already like, see <laughs> the difference it's so I much better say, I, I just a slog getting through one but i'm gonna play two as well well because i started looking into it and i started talking to people and and uh someone had mentioned to me that's basically how it is is that the first one feels like this game that they're just kind of figuring out what uncharted is going to be that's and he fair. said he said the second one was his favorite um, i heard th- three was also quite good yeah i think because i think i just based on two alone i can see that they kind of adjusted it a bit and the the cutscenes are you know and, and, and technology changed and, and that kind of thing and so the cutscenes are more integrated into the gameplay so it feels like one solid kind of action um whereas uncharted one is definitely not it's like cutscene okay you're back down to being you okay cutscene okay now you're back to you but the but i just it's just the platform and the fighting and the fighting just felt it's not wasn't fun I dumped right. it down to easy to try to make it easier for me. It didn't, like, everybody was a bullet sponge. So it took a lot to kill anybody. You know, you'd have an AK-47, and it would take them, like, an entire clip sometimes to kill a guy. Um, it just didn't feel good. Um, there's also, I, I need to avoid spoilers, and I haven't played 2 and 3, so I don't know. Maybe I'm in for a, a treat. But there's definitely a bit of a horror vibe to Uncharted 1 that I was oh. not expecting, and I did oh, not like yeah yeah um it, it kind of yeah so i don't think that's super spoiler but um definitely I, I mean i'm not a fan of that type of game and i wasn't really expecting it um no i so you saying that's shocking to me i wouldn't never have yeah it either yeah. yeah so i just got to that part of the game and was kind of like oh i hate this so much yeah so yeah overall it was a bit of a disappointment um at least it was short <laughs> yeah yeah you know that yeah. it did set up some of the characters that i've i saw in in uncharted 4 like victor and um uh elsa yeah right is it elsa uh, i know it's not because no, it's I don't not think it is. not elsa from yeah. frozen um <laughs> i can't think of her name but you're the one you're married to in the fourth one um yeah. she's in it clearly that's all the intro and and i had remembered some of the comments that were made in the in the fourth game about this game so it's fine i mean i'm you know, I played it, but uh, I already can tell I'm about an hour or two into Uncharted 2, and it's it's already much better, better quality. 
Yeah. What year was uh, Uncharted 2? Do you recall? I don't. It's probably, uh, I mean, I'm going to suggest it's, it's gonna probably 09 or something, right? Yeah, 09 or 2010 kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Well, that's cool. I, I noticed that they lost, launched it on the PS Plus platform. I know you've, uh, that's not the way you're playing it, but the, uh, but I'm sure technically I am exposure to it. Oh, is yeah, that, right. You I signed up for a 14 day trial that's just right. to play it and then. You lent me your physical copy, so I did. I yeah. haven't actually I opened your copy yet. I and I thought of going back and playing. Uh, I was actually only ever intending to play the third one after the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might. I don't know. Maybe if you get through all of them, and I'll, I'll base my playthroughs on your recommendations. So so far, two is good, and I. I'm, I mean, of course, I'm only a couple hours in, and the person I talked to agreed with me with the first one, but but it said out of the three, uh, the second one he liked the most. But you know. Maybe story, more of the story. Sure. I suspect that two and three are going to be pretty similar in style. Just just because I already see Uncharted 4 in this game. Right. Like the right. way that was. So, um, yeah. Cool. Good. Um, good. And then my last update is I started uh, Quantum Break. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, this one looks this, cool. Yeah, this, this um, is kind of mainly about uh because of my plans for 2020 which involves control which we'll get to um it's it's been on my list for a long time not really at the forefront i knew of it uh it's it's made by um rare who um made uh, sorry not rare remedy uh who made alan uh, alan wake and that kind of thing it is a it's a really cool game i'm already enjoying it thoroughly and i've only played a couple hours it's it is based on like time travel in a sense and and your ability to manipulate time based on an accident but like uh lots of collectibles you know my thing yeah Yeah, Uh, yeah. but of those collectibles there's things you can find that will change the time they're called called the quantum ripples so like if you find them in just something it, it changes how things are in the future Okay. And there's and uh like there are like proper actors in this. Um I, Right. I, I recall I think they actually put it on TV at one point or something. All the cutscenes. Oh, did they? Well, or, I, I don't know how so, they did it cuz I think that they're interspersed throughout the game, but Yeah, so yeah. so like you play this thing and I've only played a couple hours, but like once you finish an act, there's an episode and the episode it's like 20 is, minutes or something, right? Is like real. Yeah, it's like a 20-minute episode, 20-25 minute episode yeah. where you watch actual actors uh, that you're playing uh, go through this whole thing. And that video is affected by the choices you made oh, that's in the cool. game. So there's yeah, little yeah. things. And it will kind of little flag. It'll be like, oh, that thing happened. And some of them are super minor. It's just like, oh, that object is there because I, I did that. You right. know, weird things like, or that person said a comment because I did this other thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very minor stuff, but um, there's definitely these points in the game where you're supposed to make a decision, A or B, and um, one of the abilities is that they're able to kind of see so they're kind of the a future. video together based on your choices. Which yeah, is it's very cool. cool. Uh, so yeah. far, it's, I'm really liking it. The, the, the gunplay, uh, it is definitely an action game. Uh, it's pretty fun. Being able to manipulate time, you can freeze enemies, you can do quick dodges and and it kind of slows down time briefly uh it's, it's just a very fun fun game um very story well, a little more behind the curve i think for this one i i know uh daft or no i was gonna say daft punk <laughs> daft punk is not the game alan wake which doesn't sound anything like daft punk uh both good by the way um 
Sorry, that just the the, the mix up is really good. Yeah, Daff, I mean, it's just it's you know one and the same to me. Very very uh, close. I I've checked out Alan Wake. Alan Wake seems really cool. It see, in fact, for the age of it, it's it's kind of outstandingly cool. Um, I just haven't found the time to sort of get into it. The thought I originally had on Quantum Break, and I did add it to my list a little while ago, um, but uh, after hearing some comments about Control, and of course Control was a very popular game last year, and on a lot of puppies, a lot of puppies, a lot of people's top ten lists, um, I thought, wow, I'd heard comments that it was uh, Control was just a better variant of it. Right, and I was like, "Well, I don't really want to play the same game again, and and go back and play a lesser game." So, like, I played Detroit Become Human, and then immediately or very quickly afterwards played Heavy Rain, and it's yeah. you know very similar game, except Heavy Rain seems archaic comparatively. Like, if you played them the other way around, it might be better. And I recognize that this is the other way around, so maybe it's okay. But I, I think I'll, I might I might consider well, spacing them a bit. But I I also feel like you and I have a desire to sort of play Control at a similar time and right. if we're going to make that happen you might be you might be waiting a minute based on our 2020 plans right we'll talk about that later yeah um but i mean i could see that i mean i see that with uncharted right um i don't know that i would have changed my opinion with uncharted one if i had played it first before uncharted 4 necessarily right. but it definitely coming off of uncharted 4 was it like you know i had this experience and then i went back to a kind of a you know a 13 year old game and it was like oh this is yeah. not as good as the fourth and it, but it wasn't really that it just wasn't it just wasn't that fun um i understand i think in like heavy rain you drive around like a tank almost like your character like the way you control it right and yeah and in and detroit become human it's just it's they've just it's just quality of life improvements in video games sure. is what yeah. it is over the years right yeah 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 definitely well that's uh and that's that's it for my update well, that's pretty. That's kind of a lot for the, like the last. I don't know when did we last record? A couple two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, it's only been two weeks. So, so I think we've uh, made some some definite progress. Should we take a few minutes and then let's sit, come back yeah. with uh, twenty twenty goals and plans? Sounds good. Beep boop right, beep boop beep. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's welcome, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Your uh, your announcing voice is great. Hello. Um. All right, we're back. I have a friend of mine who does uh, Movie Phone, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I'll I'll very briefly attempt to uh, imitate it. But he's like, "Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Press one for like." Of course, this was like because we're old and people mm-hmm. used to call phone numbers to do these things. And of course, it's yeah. pretty great. And so I th- recently I saw a YouTube clip. Uh, of a girl who was um, uh, responding to a scammer, like uh, that was calling her, and uh, so she and she's like, like had the most amazing voice and just pretended to be that kind of phone system and had the, the scammers pressing buttons on the phone and she was just killing herself laughing. I will uh, I'll post it on our Twitter later. Oh, that's pretty good. Yes, oh, that's pretty good. Um, I I love that uh, the um seinfeld uh kramer thing where he does the whole movie phone yes uh, very similar uh, you know what that's actually where it's from probably why don't you tell me where you live that's right <laughs> why don't you tell me which <laughs> yeah which movie you yeah, want to see in fact i'm pretty sure that's exactly where it's from now that you say it yeah. oh man so good um very good. okay 
So we're back. We're going to talk about 2020 now that 2019 yeah. is gone. Jacob, Jacob, we only have 11 months left. I know. We're doing this in February. We should have probably done this in January. We it's okay. Out of time. It's, I mean, the plans still exist, and I think it's worth talking about. And we talked about it briefly earlier, but geez, I mean, I, I, I've i stepped up my, my game in the sense that I <laughs> stepped up my game. This is great. Uh, about... <laughs> Jacob's quietly. I just, just about to a spit take. <laughs> yeah, quietly trying to swallow his beer. But the, uh, I am never planned to, to be able to map out gaming for myself. I plan out like vacations for the year, maybe, or like not that we call multiple vacations, but like what am I going to do with my time off and that kind of thing. Never like, okay, I have to do this game. This game is 170 hours. Uh, therefore I can complete it in this window but if I'm not done by March 27th that's a problem and I'm going to start to impact my timeline and my whole critical path is going to be off and like we can't have that so uh anyways it's all new to me but yeah let's uh let's run through them let's start, let's start with you because I sure. think you've got uh, a couple that you can <laughs> hit off right away I I do think that now one of them is this is probably the longest shot for 2020, and it's not out of a desire to want to play it. Um, but uh, Fire Emblem, I wouldn't mind going back and checking out some of the other houses. Mm-hmm. I think I've said before, I've certainly said it to others in person, I think I might just end up watching some of it on YouTube and calling it a day. I, I do like the game. I do like the tactics as- aspect, and I do mm-hmm. kind of want to go back and play it on a harder difficulty. But there's just too many games out there. Good sure. games, Jacob. Do does any of the DLC has any of it intrigued you at all? I haven't paid any attention to it, so no. So the DLC adds a fourth house. So essentially, there's a fourth house you can be, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a whole other chapter of or another semester or something that they add, I believe. So there's a whole other sort of chapter of. Um, uh, and they the way they introduce chapters in that game is great. There's got this voiceover guy, who's just like, chapter two um singing calm forest water at the break and it's like what these these are weird (laughs) words to string together but this is the way it goes but it's yeah anyways it doesn't it uh, it looks appealing and the characters look neat i don't i haven't seen any video footage or anything i've just seen the pictures but um it looks uh it looks neat but no i maybe maybe i'll go back and because the dlc is hot stuff and i'll i'll check it out but i don't i I just don't see it in 2020 but i originally did put it in there because at the time i didn't think fire emblem would actually get finished but of course i was able to wrap it up um that being said i did wrap it up in 2020 so technically technically it's just a check mark actually you really you just you had this plan ahead of time Mm -hmm. and by the time you tell everybody about it you're like by the way i'm on track yeah so yeah, that's good. That's no, that's a good just, way to do. Goals. You're just already I mean, demonstrating success. It, that's true. That's yeah, how about you? Maybe we'll go, go back and forth to... here because we got I yeah, think we got a bit of a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, well, so my top game, I think this is on your list as well that I really want to get to this year, and I, I know I will. Um, but I think uh, sooner than later uh, is Control. Right. Um, it checks a lot of boxes for the type of game that I like. Uh, historically, I've really liked remedy game so starting with max Payne, uh right. played that multiple times really liked it uh, max Payne 2 so they're just um, all about slow motion hey eh? because uh does alan wake have that too i don't remember does it i don't know i haven't seen it in, in the game yet but it oh it does exist actually does it when you when you put flashlights it slows everything down 
Oh geez. Well, at least I'm only at the very beginning of the game. So well, I can't maybe, really say. maybe. I it's been a long time since I played. It's Max Payne was just down actually. Yeah, I mean, there's probably an element of it in all of their games. Um, yeah, maybe based on my experience with Quantum Break, but yeah, because Max Payne was built around that. Like it yeah. was like the the Matrix I remember that one on style. PC. Man, it was yeah. so good. I really and it was like a comic book style uh, yep. game. Oh, I yeah, loved it. It was, it. It was really yeah. good. Uh, Max Payne Two when it kind of. I don't really understand what happened. I didn't look it up, but it was a joint between Remedy and Rockstar. Um, Max Payne 2, which I really liked. I never played Max Payne 3, which actually was 100% Rockstar. Uh, but then played Alan Wake, which you're, you started playing. I really liked Alan Wake. Uh, right. Though it was an incredibly difficult game for me to get through just because of the scare factor. Um, yeah, I've decided that I might actually play it with my kid or something because I need somebody near me. I It is a little creepy. I... I, the, I hope the voiceover continues or the narrator because I think it's yeah. great. Oh no, yeah. the whole thing is uh, it's really well done. It's really it is very um, just a kind of uh, based on Twin Peaks, quote unquote, and a very very much so with instead of a log lady, there's a lamp lady, and like it's a, it's a very like it, it's not trying to hide that fact. Um, but yeah, see, but I, even with I've Max Twin Peaks. with Max Payne and Max Payne Two, actually, like they did this whole thing and they do it in. Um, they do it in Alan Wake. Uh, there's a TV series in Max Payne that you can follow throughout the game. If you stop and watch the TV, you can go through all the episodes of this TV series as you go through, which is a Twin oh, Peaks. That's right. a Twin Peaks thing that they that as well. Um, and they do it in um, Alan Wake as well. I think it's a radio program. You uh, mentioned this, yeah. Yeah. So you if you if you pay attention to it, it's just an extra thing that you can listen to the radio program and and if you listen to it every night or different areas i can't remember how it works you can go through this kind of drama it's very like very cheese balls drama um sure. but there's all this cool stuff that remedy throws in there and, and i know it's it's it, it is very based on kind of twin peaks in, the, in a sense uh but i've always liked them very fun um i liked alan wake uh, but yes, it was very difficult because it just I'm not good at scary games, so I could only play it in short bursts. And I also, uh, when I was still dating my wife at the time, I would ask if we could play like 30 minutes to an hour while she was at my apartment, just so that I could get through some of the game to <laughs> progress. Because I was like, this is so much easier when you're here. I laugh, but I understand. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yes, control. Uh, everything I've heard about it is 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 kind of the same things that Remedy have done in their past games. Uh, collect collectibles have a meaning. I think that's a big thing. Um, you know, like the collectibles in Uncharted have no meaning to the game. They're just right. a thing, just stuff to yeah. do. Um, but on but any of the remedy games, anything that you're collecting is typically just getting you deeper into the lore of the game and giving you some insights you wouldn't get if you just played straight into it. And that's the kind of stuff that I really like. So like Quantum Break, I'm trying a hundred percent just because those collectibles aren't just well that's what i've heard about control as well right like yeah you kind of go through and you read these letters and everything everything connects and means something and i think that 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 building that large of a world i think it's definitely appealing for you i think i think these are the games that they've put so much time into that those aspects that it's actually worth playing them through in that Mm -hmm. in that way so i i'm with you it's on my list as well but it has a precursor of alan wake and Based on some earlier chat, I think I feel like Quantum Break actually, as much as I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm gonna skip it because it's gonna be the same as Control. It sounds like I should just play that too. So we'll see if that changes my we, play. But we yeah. had our plans to play Control at the same time. I th- I think right. that's gonna be difficult. 
I think, I think we're going to have too. I think we're going to have yeah. to find another game to play together because I don't know that I'm going to be able to hold off. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how I feel after Quantum Break. I might be able to put a hold on it because it's going to be a you know a quote unquote similar game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely one that I've been looking forward to, and I have I bought it on sale over the holidays uh, just to kind of take that first step. So yeah, very cool. So The Witcher Three uh, for me is is next. Um, I thought it was going to be Persona 5, but it looks like it'll be The Witcher 3. Um, so The Witcher 3 is a 170-hour game. I base on my ability to play through games. It's it's probably probably it's going to be sitting at at least about a three-month window for me. Um, and the intention, the original intention for me was to do Witcher 3 and then uh, uh, try to do finish up Fire Emblem play Witcher 3 before Cyberpunk 2077 came out. But with 2077 being kicked out so far down the road, September, yeah. I think? Yeah, September, yeah. It's, it's opened the door a whole bunch for me. So Persona 5 um, might might fit in there, but I'm not trying to jump around too much, but we already talked about Witcher 3 to death, so I, I feel like that's current. Um, Persona 5 was to be next, but I think it's going to be a coin toss between Persona 5 and this Alan Wake Quantum Break Control uh triad yeah yeah fair enough yeah and i think we've talked about persona 5 a fair amount of it but it's a game that has it sort of drew me in the music's great i i want to play it. it keeps my attention i have an ability to just at turn-based games have their appeal as well like which uh, sometimes i games like the witcher are great but they're action-based and and require your constant attention while a persona game you can put the controller down at any time which is kind of right. nice as well yeah for sure I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I was really hoping you'd read through your Witcher three notes, and you might have noticed it and <laughs> specifically ignored it so that I wasn't triggered. But uh, I was really hoping that would break you in the middle of it. So, for the record, J- Jacob, I think has inserted some notes for me. Um, he actually mentioned that he did this earlier. Um, oh, did I say that? Oh, no, I you gave... mentioned that you'd written some of my notes for me, but I just played it off as like, oh, you've just pre-written all my all my wants and and needs. Because uh, of course you know me so well, but the uh, it says must play on every platform available and put at least three to five hours on each. Now I will say, I, I mean I could do it. I have the means. <laughs> I mean, I, you're th- like without spending any additional money, and you're three uh, or four. And I, I mean, I could put three hours into the Xbox just to just to make this come true. Keep playing you. your keep playing your PC game, please. Just keep yes. playing one. Yeah. Well, I should teach you a lesson too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what lesson would it teach you, though? I don't know. Probably I don't think it would nothing. teach me anything. It's no, really I don't hard think to teach it would. me lessons. Anyways, so, but, but my my previous note for that I wrote was must be done by 2077. So 2077 Cyberpunk 2077, and I'm jumping ahead here, is the de facto game for me for the year. I think um, it's definitely the one that I've been. I I haven't really yeah, followed you're... a game way ahead of time for. for much of any game but this one very yeah you're all on board on this one and i ended up pre-ordering it as well um purely kind of based on that i, I mean i got it on sale i mean that was yeah. kind of like 90 percent of it and then 10 10 percent of it was like well adam's kind of in on this so maybe i should just pre-order it now and just and decide i'm n- definitely not like have to play um or f- like feel the same way you do about it um i kind of i did see it as maybe that would that would be my first game by uh is it a CD project project CD 
uh, the same people who made Witcher 3. CD Project Red. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and by the time it was out, I thought, oh, you know, what? I'm not going to get around to Witcher 3, so maybe this will be my first game by them. Um, it right. should be good. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm holding on to my pre-order, and uh, I probably will play it. Maybe that'll be I, the games that we both played, you know, at the same maybe. time. Yeah, you know? it, I mean, well, I'll just get into Cyberpunk 2077. It's, it looks like a, kind of a phenomenal game, and, like, it already looked great before the last E3, and they had a bunch of videos, and Keanu came out. In fact, Keanu being in it kind of, like, cheeseballed a bit for me, but at the same time, seeing him in it actually made he's pretty cool in it so but the there's a 20 minute gameplay video of some sort and it's it's kind of got the cool like uh blade runner-esque ish kind of uh future um where there's a lot of tech and a lot of um uh blending between uh humans and, and robotics and i don't know the whole sort of world looks really neat and the way that they're selling it is very sort of they're building this giant atmosphere that you can sort of play in and and take a lot of different choices and paths and um and from those aspects i think i think the game looks really uh compelling and i suspect the story will be really good and uh i recently saw a thread on reset era talking asking uh what do we think will have the better writing last of us 2 or cyberpunk 2077 and i don't think there's any question last of us 2 will have amazing writing um, but it's also a very different type of game it's a little more linear game and cyberpunk will think will be more a little more open yeah um but I, the fact that people were like, oh, like Cyberpunk will have good writing, I'm pretty sure it will. Um, so, well, yeah, d- definitely I mean, the, the holdout for me. The Witcher 3 is considered to have pretty good writing, right? It is, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It has good I mean, writing. It's a long story, and it's got a lot of, like, I had to help a lady go find a pan that she couldn't find that actually was just having to be on the stove by the end of it. But <laughs> she's like, where's my pan? That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's on the stove, baby. Yeah, it'd be interesting because they're, I mean, Witcher is obviously based on a um, pre-existing IP, uh, right. you know, books, where mm-hmm. Cyberpunk is definitely s- s- their own Net thing. Yeah. So um, it'll be interesting to see. But um, I mean, I'm, cool. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I haven't um, I haven't gotten really into it, like in, in terms of following it like you have by any means so um anyways we'll yeah, see it, september we'll see uh, yeah it's september and i i think it's uh, this will sound like really cheesy too maybe but it's kind of like my anchor game uh, for the year like that's the game i think i'll actually play when it comes out and play through it no different than like if a zelda came out or a murray or yeah, whatever yeah. it would just it would just steamroll everything else and that's the game i'll play this yeah. will be the same way so i'll I'll, I'll sort of intermix everything else here on my list around it. But uh, I, I do intend, I've got certainly got enough time now for Witcher 3 to be completed. Hopefully polish up a couple of these others as well. Yeah. Um, my game, another game that I want to do this year um, is Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is the third in the rebooted series. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the first and second one. Excellent games. I really like it. Uh I like them a little. I'm hard to say. I, I like them a little bit better than Uncharted, um, only because uh, the puzzle elements and the exploration is a little bit more at the forefront of that game. Um, uh, not to like compare them one to one; they're kind of different in that style, but they, they still have the kind of same style of platforming. And but I just like Tomb Raider in that there's like these tombs that you can explore, and the tombs have all these kind of puzzles based on them to get to the end i like that aspect of it i like the puzzle element of it so uh looking forward to it. I, shadow of the tomb raider now you can get the definitive edition which is everything bundled together so i'm just mm-hmm. waiting for that to kind of go on sale and i'll probably just end up picking it up i mean i've seen it go for about 30 bucks for the whole mm-hmm. package it's still pretty good 
um and i do want to play it this year so i think um do you, so now having played uncharted 4 and i know you've played the first two tomb raiders i've only played the first one of the sort of the reboots but the uh combat wise how do you feel about between tomb raider 2 and uncharted 4 uh combat's better in tomb raider is it okay it's it's more tactical um fighting so you're you're i find you're being a little bit more um stealthy or i like the bow i like um it just seems more fun do you think it suits your your play style more maybe um, Maybe, Maybe it does. Yeah. Um, it just it just seems a little bit more uh, fun, and I would say I want to say intimate. I guess like it, you're like uh, felt feels like you're a little bit more in into the fighting on it. I don't know. It's definitely not the the the, the thing that I gravitate to Tomb Raider for. No, it's got a fighting mix of by the any stuff. means. Um, I get it. It's not yeah. the best part of it, uh, but. It's it's been a while since I played Tomb Raider two. I mean, it, I think it was I think it was last year, but you know, it's been months. Um, but I and and yes, I cheesed the fighting in in Uncharted four a little bit in that I did the auto aim uh, kind of right. thing. Um, I liked the you know the stealthy parts of Uncharted four, but um, it's, it's I don't not know. Great stealth it, it just, in Uncharted four, and I felt like the combat and and I didn't do as much stealth. I did some, like I would take out half the guys and then I would just mow yeah. the rest. But the more or less, but the uh, I didn't find that it was it wasn't what really drew me to the game to the point where I died a number of times in certain items and I'm just like, geez, I, I never ended up turning that difficulty down, but I I probably should have just to get through the game. I yeah. I didn't I just and maybe it was my brute force technique that wasn't really allowing me to to play at the difficulty or the skill, but I didn't find that the fighting was particularly good, which is why I asked because I felt like maybe Tomb Raider's does a slightly better job of that stuff i personally i think it does but again that could be my style of fighting as well i just i just found it more fun mm-hmm. um because it, it's not that far off from it but um it, it i don't know yeah so anyways shadow of the tomb raider definitely one that i do want to play this year um kind of book and that series um right. now that the definitive is out and uh uh, yeah, not a priority for me. They they are kind of a neat game though, in the sense that they're they're not super long. They're something that you can kind of finish in a shorter period of time because they're generally like fifteen hour ish games, unless you're like hundred percenting them, then maybe another ten hours. But yeah. the but they're not like crazy long games, um, and and they're kind of fun and they're a little bit more on rails. I found. I mean, yes, you can double back and go f- like re-explore areas, but they guide you through the story and i kind of like yep. that about the original rebooted tomb raider is that it just kind of helped me along and my goodness the way the number of ways that laura could die on that first one i don't know if they oh yeah that with the other ones but they they get pretty oh, gruesome. brutal yeah 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 a little funny in some of them too um yeah yeah, yeah good um i just realized i was reading my notes and I, I know i mentioned earlier persona 5 um maybe if i can if i can find a way to weave it in um but I also realized that that Persona 5 uh, Royale, um, is that Persona 5 Royale? Is that the Rush game that's coming out? No, no. Scramble. Scramble. There's Scramble, which is the um, kind of, is it Dynasty Warriors, whatever? the Yeah. That kind of game. Um, and then there's Royale, which is the kind of deluxe version of Persona 5 with, with an added with an confidant added semester. and a semester. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so I'm thinking about the Scramble and... Uh, and that game looks pretty neat, but I shouldn't get too excited about it because I should just finish Persona Five. But I would imagine you are um, the Persona Five the Rush scramble. Game. 
Yeah, I think yeah. the scramble. Yeah, I thought I thought it looked pretty great, and so I'm like, yeah, I'd love to finish Persona Five and play the scramble game too. But I'm just signing myself up for way too many hours there. I think so. We'll see, kind of where that mm-hmm. where that ends up. Um, Hit, Hitman, I think, would be my next one. I put it on the list mostly because I, I really want to finish it. It's a it's a it's a weird single player game in the sense that. Um, you are a hitman. You go into a area, and you are given direction on who to take out or whatever you need. It is that you need to do. Uh, how you go about doing it can be done in like forty-five thousand different ways for like every every mission you're on, which uh, adds to a lot of replayability. And to the point where they say they give you uh, challenges to say, you know, take the guy out with a candlestick or take him out by poisoning him or take him out by you know i think in the hitman 2 like if you have somebody win the race you can rig you have to make sure that this person wins the wins the race so that you can rig the podium to blow up um because you need them to be on there and have won the race in order to actually get hit by the thing that you've rigged so there's like a lot of a lot of complexity and a lot of different options on each level, so they it, it can be quite time consuming and quite frankly a lot of fun. In the first Hitman, there's like a level where you go to a giant mansion and there's a fashion show and there's so many different ways to deal with things, and so you just end up playing through a lot of them and doing that, and you I end up just spending a lot of time just mucking about in it, and it's good fun. I mean, you're meant I, to you're meant to kind of fail to learn Absolutely. the different things that you can do right yeah. like you're meant yeah. to just kind of go through and learn what you can become and what you're supposed to do and then fail and and learn from those mistakes right yeah and it's like saving and reloading is like almost like a key theme of that game it seems the load times are a little rough for it but it but that seems to be a very common thing that you need to do i would like to go through and just finish the actual core missions and maybe some of the extras i i can't see myself trying to explore all of the aspects um like sometimes you have to be able to go through an entire mission just wearing your proper hitman suit which is like a tuxedo and like and and maybe not kill anybody and except for the actual target and that can become very difficult because of course you're super um super obvious that you're a hitman when you're dressed that way as opposed to like dressing up in like local clothing or whatever so i don't know hitman 2 is also on my list um they've actually brought the whole dashboard into like one game so it's just a whole bunch of missions on the ps4 which is which is nice um so it's probably something i'll continue to putter through throughout the year but not something that i think i'll just sit down and try to power through i think it's more of a just a sit back and relax kind of game yeah yeah fair enough all right my turn uh the nonary games and zero time dilemma these are ones that my friend put me on um they're like uh, escape the room puzzles um, built around a story. Uh, I think they all have a similar theme of nine people being kidnapped by quote unquote zero, uh, which I believe is the bad guy and ha- and then have to escape from life and death scenarios. Um, and then and the kind of thing with them is that you're making decisions and solving these puzzles and there's different story paths Um to take throughout the whole thing that will you know affect things and and how you how you progress through the games right. um uh there's they're all supposed to be stellar um, um high reviews there's that's a trilogy the three of them so nonary games are kind of the first two um which is uh nine hours nine per nine persons 
and the second one is uh, virtue's last reward sorry virtue's last reward and then zero time dilemma is the third one and uh i bought them on a sale last year at some point my friend kind of put me on them and i've been meaning to get around them but uh i kind of want to bring them to the forefront of my list uh and get and and start playing them because they they do sound pretty good so it might be um the games I choose once I finish uh, Quantum Break to kind of give me a buffer between uh, that and Control or um, Tomb Raider, things like that. I haven't seen these or even heard of them, frankly, so I'll have to look them up a little bit. I certainly have enjoyed some Escape the Room games that were on like browsers uh, many years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't totally my thing. Um, other folks uh, I knew were playing them mostly, but um, the thing they seem neat. The yeah. thing with these are there's 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 like you, they are the nine characters there is a story in it um that's a cool idea yeah he kind of suggested that it was almost a little bit saw like because you are kind of kidnapped um oh, and you do have to make kind of decisions that could harm someone else is my understanding okay this sounds I, terrible then i don't know i don't know that it's like horror horror like okay. saw is sure but that idea that the premise of the idea yeah. the premise is a bit there um I don't think he would recommend it. He he knows I'm like very squeamish, um, and I don't think it's uh, to that to that level of like horror. So well, we'll see. I mean, I might be having nightmares for weeks after playing them, but possibly <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if they're great though, they sound sounds like a neat concept. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, I put Horizon Zero Dawn on the list. I feel like this is a this is a stretch goal. This is a stretch goal. Um, the game seems great. It hasn't hooked me yet. I'm probably about three hours in, maybe two. Um, so, uh, what's her name? I'll, I want to say Elfie, but I don't think that's her name. No, uh, but I'm not going to be able to tell you who it is. Okay, let's go with so, Elfie. Okay. I like that name. <laughs> that's not her name. I don't think. <laughs> not at all. Um, but uh, so like at the very beginning, you kind of play as like a little girl, her like an earlier life. And then and then you end up becoming um, uh, uh, playing playing like the, the young woman and uh, apparently very strong character. The story is supposed to be really great. I know you've played through it. You have, you've sung its accolades. The uh, there's other folks that I know that have played it and also like literally bought a PS4 to play it and, and really, really enjoyed it. And I think it's got most it's got it's gorgeous looking. Um, it's got a lot of fidelity in it, um, and it's also got good gameplay by the looks of things. I, um, I just something hasn't clicked, and so I think I just need to spend a little more time with it, um, and and kind of figure it out. I'd like to do that, and maybe uh, maybe like The Witcher, maybe like the third time I sit down with it, it'll uh, yeah. click for me. Yeah, but it's only one platform, so, so I don't think it's it needs to be a more. Uh, I mean, you're right. Okay, so I'm gonna say. Oh, two actually, things on it that is comment. coming to PC. I heard. Or well, that's a rumor. A rumor. Right? There's a rumor yeah. that there's a couple games coming to PC for that. Aloy, yeah. by the way. Aloy. Aloy. Not, thank not, you. Not Al- <laughs> Alfie? Alfie, yeah. I mean, <laughs> are you having like pictures of like Alf? Yes. <laughs> like okay, a female do version of Alf. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Aloy. All right. Um, it, uh, I mean, I played it. Uh, I recommend it. It is a good game. I want to say kind of the intro it is one of those like the first bit you're kind of contained within a you know to doing a specific thing um and it just gets kind of cooler and cooler i really like the environment of that game and it only gets better once you 
leave the first area to right. me because that opens up the world and you get to see a little bit more of this kind of uh, futuristic world that's been overgrown and, and uh, yeah. still kind of primitive. Um, so, yeah. I, it's a real I, cool text or technology meets uh, nature kind yeah. of uh, aesthetic, yeah. Yeah, so I, it could be that the first bit of that game um, is a slow start. I don't remember. But I mean, it did. It may very well be, and it could just be my finickiness. I didn't think that, like, nothing about it in particular. I think I just something else was shiny, and I ended up moving elsewhere. But uh, it's definitely something I'd it like was to get back to. It, that was amongst the one of the what three or four games that you played a few hours, right? Well, that yeah, was like it the was Persona Five. It Witcher was Persona three. Five, Witcher Three, Horizon Zero Dawn, and uh, Near Automata. Near Automata, yeah. Uh, so those are the four that kind of all got stuck in, and then oh, and then Uncharted ended up sort of winning, and then Persona Five was the second, and yeah. then that one got parked because it's so long, and there's other things that kind of came along that were shinier for a moment. Hopefully, this plan yeah. will kind of help we'll direct see. it. I mean, and- I mean, to, honestly, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will just drive everything. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's the show. I mean, I say that now. The- we'll see what I say in three months. Yeah, 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 yeah um okay so my next one on the list is after party Um, yes yeah this one this one looks super cool yeah this is the same developer uh night school studio who made oxen free which i talked about briefly on the last podcast i haven't played it yeah um which i really liked um it seems similar gameplay adventure uh uh with uh dialogue choices that kind of thing um, mm-hmm. it, it seems a little bit more uh, comedic. Uh, the other one was yes. not. It was a bit more serious. Um, serious, yeah, I guess so. Subject matter. Uh, whereas right. this seems specifically comedic. Uh, it's based on lifelong friends end up in hell with no idea how they got there, and it's them going through this whole experience together. Uh, it seems, I mean, the dialogue and voice acting was really good in Oxen Free, I thought. Uh, so I kind of have high expectations for this one. But. Uh, it seems and you've watched the trailer for this one yeah i have and i watched the trailer and i was like sold on it i was like yes i must play this game looks very good so definitely want to get to it this year yeah it looks it looks pretty amazing i I agree i think from the trailer it looks like the dialogue is amazing the art looks really really great Mm -hmm. um i thought it's got a bit more of a bit feel to it but it's um it it looks it looks great i yeah looking forward to it as well so this one's one that's on the pc right now but it's on everything port coming everything but uh, the switch Everything with the Switch. Okay, so it's on everything except for the Switch, and that's yeah. supposed to be coming out TBD. Like, we actually don't have a date yet for it, right? I'd, I definitely get it year. for the Switch, but if I don't hear about a date, um, if I get around to it, I'll just I'll just pick it up on sure. PC. Some summer like stuff happens. It, and, if it yeah. goes on sale on GOG or Steam, I'll just probably just pick it up on PC first if it's not on Switch. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, side note, uh, Witcher 3 is the first uh, game I've ever bought on GOG. And uh, oh. and it, yeah, I don't have a big GOG library. I now have GOG Galaxy 2.0 to to, to um, sort of have everything plug into. But it's uh, it's kind of a neat platform, and it's got its own achievements and everything as well. I feel like the majority of everything is on Steam, though, so it's a weird. Well, weird. I mean, the thing. history of of uh, this is funny. We're saying GOG, and uh, one of our listeners, you know who you are gave me all sorts of grief for calling it gog and i was like that's a that's a thing people call it gog g-o-g anyways yes. uh, which is gold old, good old games and historically right. uh they were the place to buy old games uh but they were they're primarily it's uh drm free 
So they mm -hmm. never had an installer or any kind of software that you had to do to actually authenticate. You just downloaded the installation files and you, you had access to them all the time. And you could back them up yourself. It didn't matter. You never had to be tied to your uh, GOG account. Uh, right. So that was a big thing. The other thing is they did a really good job of making sure that these older games ran. So they got the mm. licenses and everything and they made sure that the, the and they supported them. It wasn't like, like let, let it run on a newer platform. Yeah, whether like that was, that was bundling DOSBox with them or doing mm. other things, but they generally made sure that uh, that they got the game and actually made sure it worked instead of just like a dumping ground of like, hey, we got the license, here's the install file, and you're on your own kind of thing. That's um, cool. So they had support for all that stuff. So I, I, I think they've had to evolve. Um, I mean, the, the company that owns them and, and does them is the same company who makes Cyberpunk. CD Projekt Red, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't know that until like six months ago. Yeah, so they so they developed their own games, but um, I, I don't know the full history of GOG, but that is definitely the kind of the beginnings of it, and that was my first introduction. It was, it was a great way to get the like old Sierra games um, and those kind of things from them. That's where I got those. And they are a better platform in a sense because they are DRM-free. You're not tied to that. There's some advantages to Steam because of your friends and achievements and stuff, but they've started to introduce that. And now, uh, as Adam mentioned, they have GOG 2.0, which is still in beta, but it is a platform. Open to everyone now, I heard. Is it now? Yeah. Okay. So it, it basically, it's a launcher that will connect with all your launchers, uh, Steam, you know, Ubisoft. The launcher to rule all launchers. Yeah. Because having it's... multiple launchers on your PC is unpleasant. Yeah. I mean, you still have to have those launchers, though. That's the thing. It's just you that do. what it I just... think the biggest thing for me is um, is a single place to see all my games. Because I have, you know, I've made the mistake of buying a second copy of a game, not realizing I owned it on, you know, the Ubisoft <laughs> launcher. But Or for me, not realizing I had it for free through like an Xbox game yeah. pass or something. Yeah. yeah, so being able to see those games. I don't think it helps with that, by the way. But I've definitely like... I think there was there was something it was trivial, but it was something small that I bought that I'm like, oh, oh I actually already have that. There's technically ways to do it because EA has the same thing, and I could get EA games that I don't own but were through their subscription service into right. GOG 2.0 because I had to hide oh, cool. them because I had right. I had labeled them as mine. Um, but yes, I like seeing that. So it's I see my entire collection of games um, through PS4 um, through although the PS4 integration is a little janky. It's not 100% accurate. Good word. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways, GOG, it's uh, it's a good it's, it's good. a good platform to support. Um, but they definitely have modern games as well. Uh, it's right. not just, but it's a definitely a breadth. That you, if you want some old games, it's a good place to go to to get those. Yeah, actually, it wasn't six months ago. It must have been longer than that because I remember when Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was announced and there was pre it started to be open for pre orders. People were like, "Oh, buy it on GOG," because then they're making all the money there's no sort of middle yeah taking money right and it just gets all the money to the publisher which i thought was great yeah yeah for sure for sure cool all right uh after party yeah agreed uh i don't have it on my list but it is a game that i'm interested in playing um probably a good game to play with someone else as well um i find a lot of those kind of click adventure games can be kind of good like that yeah uh, no um, that very much so uh oxen free was like that so it'll probably be one that i play with gary Sure. Yeah. Um, the next one is a big one. Um, it also had its date changed this year. Moved into April uh, from March. Final Fantasy VII. Holy smokes! So the only note I have here is yes. Uh, mostly because 
it's just such a memorable game for me and it's a game that came at a time where i uh, i actually wasn't playing that many games at that point i don't think um but it it was uh secret of mana and other things really spoke to me and this was uh, almost a system seller i think for for me and i remember i think it was the first game i may have pre-ordered um which um uh, it was pretty i guess i don't know it seems like or i probably went many many years before or at least afterwards that where i never would have done that uh and ended up getting a t-shirt that had cloud with this big sword on his back and um i thought that was really cool and yeah, I, I played the crap out of this game. It was really good. So, so to have a reboot, um, and I've seen some of the pictures, and I, was, uh, I, I just find it remarkable, like what our memory um, does to our, um, well, to our memories in the sense that I don't remember them being like twenty triangles, and that's kind of what they look like. But the twenty <laughs> triangles kind of cobbled together, and now, yeah. now they look like obviously quite phenomenal, and. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I understand that the game is is actually just the very first area. It's like the city, um, and that they'll be uh, releasing the game in in sort of um, at a cadence, which might play well to stay on top of it as it releases um, mm. a little bit. To, I think there's always I'm always kind of torn. Like I'm really good about going back and playing some of these older games, and I think we have a lot of older games. But at the same time, some games are really fun to play when the world's playing them. Um, and I bet you Death Stranding was a bit that way because of the interactivity of some of the offline stuff and how right. you, what you do in your strand is, is similar to, or has an effect on mine anyways. So, but also it's just the whole online world is in a roar about it and you can find stuff out. So I think there's some aspect of that that's kind of fun. Um, so this one comes out in April. Uh, I think if, if Witcher 3 can finish up, I might just find my way into this one, but uh i am very much looking forward to it it is on pre-order uh, it's ps4 exclusive for the first year and then i think it's coming to pc which is um which is pretty cool as well so it opens the doors a lot for a lot of folks that that never hopped on the ps4 bandwagon yeah the final fantasy has no meaning to me whatsoever it was yeah, never a series yeah i'm dead yeah. to a lot of people <laughs> um remember unpopular opinions mm-hmm. uh i it just it was it just was never a game in my purview um i mean technically i'd say rpgs in general weren't um you know growing up so final fantasy never made it never made it to me that's fair Um, i mean that's the reality for a lot of folks uh i've only like persona 5 is a huge rpg for you to jump into when you're not a big rpg player right yeah i i mean i, gu- I guess i haven't heard anything about final fantasy to convince me that i need to play final fantasy 7 that's fair I you know I like don't... um you know like persona 5 i got a big you know spiel on it i did get to try it and i was like yeah i, th- I think i'm into this um and uh, uh what's the other one dragon quest 11 that one i'm I haven't tried yet, and I, I want to play the demo, but that one I'm also convinced just based on, you know, a few of our friends uh, talking about it. Yep. But Final yep. Fantasy VII, I, while I understand the nostalgia, that's all I've heard. It's just like the nostalgia of it, of like growing well, up I... and playing Seven and being able to play a remake of it, which is fine. Yeah. And I totally understand. I just haven't heard anything to convince me that for someone uh, like an outsider who's never done a Final Fantasy, uh, haven't been convinced. That's fair. I know very little about it, so I can't really sell it to you. Um, nor uh, maybe at some point I might try, like I have with Celeste. Although selling things to you can be tough sometimes. The uh, I don't make it easy. I, I really no. Don't. <laughs> 
but the uh a couple things i have heard that i thought that kind of appealed to me is uh the combat can be kind of what you want it you can uh you can make it turn based or you can also have it as a, as a action game yeah um so that's kind of appealing because maybe one's better than the other or you like the style one style or the better and and or i feel like putting the controller down at times and having a snack or whatever so but is that a cool. is that a remastered thing that they've done or is that from the original game no that's that's all new no not from uh, the original oh, game the original game was all all turn based I see, I see. Um, traditional RPG style. Okay. Yeah. So, so I think that's cool. Well, maybe, um, maybe come April if you pick it up and start playing it, that's the time to tell me. Uh, well, probably will need to be. The only other thing I've done is I've watched this like super long Japanese commercial for it, where just a whole bunch of people got super excited in it. Where I didn't even have the translations on or anything. It was just completely this <laughs> Japanese commercial. It was like a longer one, like a two minute one yeah. or something. And they, these people just got like super excited about playing it. And it basically showed no game, gameplay at all. Like I think it was maybe just, just a couple seconds, just scenes of these people just getting excited about playing this game. And I'm like, yes, I understand the excitement. That's funny. So yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Well, uh, one, I look forward to you trying to convince me one way or the other. There you go. So next on my list is Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I think is one game that you've also uh, wanted yeah, to play. Yeah, I checked it out. Yeah, I checked it out on uh, Apple Arcade for just really briefly and immediately decided that the music was so great and it was so like such an exciting, neat game. Um, it's a bit of a, it kind of felt like a bit of a rhythm game a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, it it's super cool. And I just like, no, I need to play this on something that I can turn up louder than what I was current. I think I was on like the, like just the, speakerphone or whatever yeah like a speakerphone type quality speaker on my tv oh uh, yeah upstairs yeah. i just i needed something I need, you need like a good headphones or uh or like a home theater system or it's just speakers plugged into your tv or something it's definitely a it's definitely based on the sound or the music and it's and it's been described as kind of a, 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 a what like an album essentially mm-hmm. like a, just an yeah, album heard... that you play through essentially yeah. like the music is so good in it that yeah. Yep. So I'm. Yeah, I'm really. I didn't have it on my list, but it's definitely. I could totally easily play. It's this. a pretty short it's a long game. game. No, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a relatively short game, but it's definitely one that I want to play. Uh, the developer is Samogo. Uh, my first introduction was uh, years ago. They made a game called Year Walk, uh, which was an, uh, an iOS game. I mm. think you can get it on PC now, um, but it originally was an iOS game. Uh, it's creepy, but very I have cool. It on- I have it on my phone, yeah. Okay. I never got very far in it. Um, and then uh, 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 Device 6 was another one that they made. Uh, only iOS. I don't think they released on anything else. I only got to play a little bit of that, but it was also a very neat uh, game. I, I'm not going to try to describe it because uh, I'll, I'll do it to service. But uh, anyways, they're known for kind of these unique, um, typically mobile iOS games. Uh, that kind of are unique within their own own uh, realm. So very cool. And definitely, I remember seeing this. I think we saw it on a Nintendo, was it E3 or something? I remember the video of it and just you watch it and you went, what am I watching? Yeah, it's very difficult. You kind of almost like the game is. dismissed yeah. it at the time because it was at the tail end of a, or in the middle of an indie showcase or something like that, where you're like, what? I don't even understand what I'm watching. And then the more no. I learned about it, I was like, oh, I really need to play this game. Yeah, and the reviews are through the roof yeah. for it. Basically, everybody who's played it's like, this thing is amazing. It just makes you feel pumped and, and great. So yeah, I think it's a sure thing. For some reason, 
I don't know, maybe it was your, your, your walk mention or device six, but it reminded me that I should have Stanley Parable should be on my list. It is not. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why what got said that clued me in because it doesn't seem like it relates at all, but um, it is. it's uh, a game that I heard is coming to the Switch. Um, oh, yes, that's right. So that, so that might be where I end up playing it. That's right. It's definitely it's a, it's an odd game to consider completion. I don't have it in my completed games list, but I played mm. quite a bit of it. The, the thing is, is there are so many different iterations of you playing it I, without mm-hmm. kind of like spoiling it. I, I I don't really know when you consider you complete it because I don't I don't know that it necessarily completes. Maybe it does. Oh, interesting. It's oh. it's kind of odd how you you'll you'll know when you start playing it how just like it's this it's very yeah. funny though it is very well done. To be clear, not on my 2020 list, but I, for some reason it came. I should go back and try to play a little bit more of it just to see if it finishes. But oh, maybe because it was uh, very funny. But Sinara for sure. I I could see me slipping that in for the yeah. year, especially given the size and I the fact that I've I mean I I don't need much of a reason to re-enable the I did the first month free for the Apple Arcade um and tried a bunch of their games and i think this game's like a 15 20 game on most platforms i think yeah and i can i can do up arcade for five bucks for a month and just play it yeah. and uh and be done with it yeah that's cool yeah. um there's this game it's a little one i'm not sure if you've heard of it um you specifically jacob uh if you've heard of it it's called celeste i mean it sounds familiar but i might i might be pronouncing the name of it wrong it might hmm. be called Calesti, Calesti, yeah, uh, or Calesti. I don't think I'm I've ever heard sure. of this game before, Adam. Um, it's it's a little weird. So the the inside joke here uh, for everybody is the fact that I have berated Jacob for berated. Is that the word? Yeah, we'll I go with that it one. Might be right. Yeah, yeah. it might be right. Uh, like with the amount of you need to play this game, and I think I've mentioned this before, but like. I've literally only played it for three hours, and I still think it's amazing. I need to get back into it. I actually almost picked it up after I finished um, uh, Dead Cells because I, I I should just hop back into Celeste. The music in this game and the layering of the music, and as you go through and how it just continually builds and becomes something amazing, and I could listen to it endlessly forever. I'm pretty sure um, it is a is a very gorgeous game. It has. Uh, it's an overarching story I heard that's okay, but the game's really fun. And for anybody who's playing it, you can adjust a bit, uh, your difficulty. Anyways, I'd like to just get it done. I recognize that getting it done is a little tricky. There's various levels of getting this game done in the sense that once you finish the game, it opens up the B-sides. And I don't know if that's, I don't know exactly what that is, if it's like a whole other set of levels or if it's the same levels backwards or what it is, but uh, apparently it's quite good. I've heard the B-sides though are like, if you thought the first ones were hard, the b-sides yeah. are even more brutal well it's it's yeah the first ones are hard like the whole game is very difficult yeah it's it's i w- i always think of um hollow knight a little bit when i think of this game as far as difficulty goes and frustration at times um but i think the beauty of celeste is that you have you when you die the music doesn't cut out or anything you just it just continues and you literally just immediately respawn in the same screen again and so there's no wait time and dying it's it's just a trial of errors yeah is what it is to getting where you need to go and i i found uh, a little 8-bit computer and ended up playing that once and that was i think it was i think it took me 45 minutes to finish the 8-bit version of celeste and i died 457 times or something so like 10 times <laughs> 10 times a minute um yeah pretty pretty great i mean but yeah it's it's on the list yes you've 
you've harassed me about this one many, many times. Um, but I think what's still a sore point for me is your recommendation for Hollow Knight and the anger that that game brought brought me. <laughs> so, no, I'm I'm kidding. I really enjoyed Hollow Knight, but I did I did immediately regret buying it uh, uh, when I first got it. Uh, but I do I do. <laughs> Don't I don't regret it, it playing was the, it. It was the but correct it, recommendation, but at the time felt wrong. It felt I it felt it. wrong. Yeah. I yeah. 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 Hollow Knight, I, I am not somebody that would ever even consider tossing a controller, like or throwing it across a room or something, but if a game were to invoke it, I think these yeah. types of games, Celeste or Hollow Knight or whatnot, can't could invoke those uh, that rage for some people. It's just it's not necessarily my thing. Um I did like Hollow I mean the thing I liked Hollow Knight was the exploration. And mm-hmm. Celeste to me is 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 less about that and just about the precision platforming that you do over and over again. I just got a bit of both. I think there's a bunch of hidden rooms and other things that you can kind of poke around at. Um it's not as much Hollow Knight, no, by no means. It, and it's all about It's not Metrovania in that aspect mm-hmm. though, right? And that's the not, aspect yeah. of that I liked about Hollow Knight. Um right. I, more so but i mean i mean jacob just 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 try it out for a little while i know i own it you know i you own so oh yeah yeah, i do do. through epic so it's on pc um yeah so you have an ability i have an ability to at least try it now i'm gonna make a note there and make sure that i remind you to play this every time every episode we'll start with have you played celeste yet yeah yeah made by uh matt Matt makes games i hear they also made tower towerfall i think oh did they make towerfall Uh, that's yeah, supposed to be tower, super good. I, just, I say they, but I think it's actually he. Uh, some, oh. I think it's by like Mike Made Games or something. He's a uh, guy in Vancouver, and he, uh, I think, with a cast of other other folks that supported building it. But I think he's sort of like it's a one one man show for for some of that. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's supposed yeah, to be anyways, a game too. It's it's a game I'd like to try and try and get through in yeah. twenty twenty. It'll probably be a fit in between other things type of game, um, and might take multiple sort of fits to to get get through. Right um so those i've kind of gone through my top five uh that i kind of want to prioritize i've got some other Mm -hmm. in my list uh that i'm gonna end up uh playing for sure uh some of the things that are uh halo master chief collection is going to be a continuous thing throughout the year as they release the uh that makes sense the 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 different games um i hear the next one actually i think they're releasing one two and three kind of together quote unquote is what i heard so that when that comes out i'll i'll be replaying that kind of series um also black mesa which is the fan remake of half-life one in the source engine like properly updated and everything i've played it years ago before they finished the final level which was zen they only they just released it they are working on tweaking it a little bit but they basically you can play the game end to end now and it makes me want to replay the half-life series um from start to finish but uh, with Black Mesa first to kind of play it in a more uh, is updated this game, kind of preparatory work for um, uh, Half Life Alex. Alex? Um, not not necessarily. It's been this has been on my list of things to do for a long time, but I've just been patiently mm-hmm. waiting for Black Mesa, which has been in development for like twelve or fifteen years, or whatever it's been, uh, yeah, cool. to finish. Yeah, Black, Black Mesa looks very very cool from the videos I've seen. It's it was when I I bought it before it was on Steam, um, or mm-hmm. sorry, I played it before it was on Steam, and then I bought it on steam when they kind of moved it to early access that whole thing um it, they've done an incredible job and it's only gotten better over the years as they tweak it and make it better uh so yeah excited to get back into half-life series that's a game that's a series that i uh grew, like really enjoyed so so those are two halo and 
Half-Life or series that I'd want to replay this year from an older game perspective, and they'll take my time up. But um, yeah, so those will be in my 2020s. Yeah, those are cool. You got a few other ones there on your yeah, list. Yeah, I'll uh, sure. I'll just jump through these because these are kind of. Um, I want to play a Batman, uh, Arc Arkham game like Arkham Asylum or 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 Ark- Arkham City. There's three of them that I ended up with on Epic, and they've always been of interest to me. I've just never had a reason to buy them or really got into them. Now that I own three of them, uh, so I've I put down Batman Arkham Asylum. It's the first one. It's supposed to be really good. I thought I'd give it a go, see if it's a game that I'd like, and they're supposed to be super good. So I'd like to play one, uh, just to kind of. I don't think I'm gonna play all three by any means, unless it turns out that I just love it to bits and really get into it. But uh, I just would like to at least play one of them and get an experience uh, with them. Right. Um, Her story. It's an older game. Um, it looks neat. Yeah. There's. I looked at that one as well. There was uh, one that. Uh, came out um they made a new one as well that uh, is more recent uh telling lies which is similar one it's uh, videos of actors and it's all about um scanning through these videos and trying to figure out figure stuff out uh her story is you're like looking at a computer and and going through these kind of interviews um supposed to be really lies looks looks really neat too i don't know how well it reviewed but it it uh I think I watched a, maybe the first 20-minute gameplay video or something, mm-hmm. and it, it, looked, it looked really neat. Yeah, so I'd like to get that. I picked that up on sale. Uh, it's been on my list of things to get, like on my wish list for a long time, so I picked it up. Sure. Uh, Shorts Hike, I think you mentioned it last yeah, last time. that's a neat one. Picked it up, yeah. want to play it. It's supposed to be short. Looks very much up my yeah, alley. I felt like it was so weird. I, the other day, I, I mentioned this to you, but I added it into my Steam library as a like a external game, mm-hmm. and just felt weird. <laughs> just, it just feels weird having a game that's installed on my pc that i didn't actually install it's just a folder with executables yeah but uh, i do actually have a steam key for this um but i haven't used it but the uh yeah it's it's a it's a short one it's a short game it's a short hike <laughs> <laughs> it's like they named it uh, appropriately aptly yeah it's uh yeah anyways one that i want to pick uh when i uh, play the other one uh is kentucky route zero now that mm-hmm. episode five is out um, it's not a game that I had played before. I knew of it, um, and I knew people who played it and said good things. And I always just kind of figured I'd play it when it released. I, it's now on the Switch. I don't know where I'm going to play it uh, yet, but it's definitely one that I want to play this year now that all five episodes are out. Uh, and can play yeah, people it seem end. really excited about it, the fifth one being out. I didn't know about it before either, I think, until you pointed it out some time ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if I'll see it, what you think of it. It's supposed but to be really good. Uh, make every, my mind up. Yeah, every, everybody said the first four episodes were really good. So the I suspect the be a good overall game. Anyways, on my list. Yeah, I, it'd be really inter- it'd be interesting to go at the end of the year and see how much of this kind of uh, iterates on uh, or changes for for throughout the year. Uh, I only have two others on my list, and I recognize we said we'd make five, but obviously neither one of us followed our own rules. Nope. Um, <laughs> Bloodborne, Bloodborne. Um, I can't tell if you spelt that incorrectly on purpose as a joke. <laughs> I did. Okay. Um, Bloodborne. But yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, and I think I think this game. I have this game uh, already for. I think it's on Xbox Game Pass, so I can play it on uh, PC. But the um, 
The game looks phenomenal. It's a Castlevania type game. Everybody loves it. There's no question that I want to play it. I think, um, I, th- I think, I think I've just mixed this game up again with another game. I just realized. So Bloodborne is definitely a game that I want to play. <laughs> But this is now almost comic level precision because Bloodborne is the game that is like a Souls game. Yeah, that's why you you also yeah. wrote Secure Shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole time I was thinking about this, it was not Bloodborne. You were thinking Bloodstained. I was thinking of Bloodstained. So Bloodstained should also be on this list because it's a game I want to fit into 2020. But uh, Bloodborne, actually, so there's another podcast that you and I have listened to. It's called Into the Aether. Um, and... Um, and those guys did a, a specific episode on Bloodborne, and I felt like, yeah, I need to give that game another chance. I only kind of logged in. The beginning of the game is actually quite difficult, especially if you haven't played those types of games before. So I think this might be the opportunity to do it. And if I really like it, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That game looked appealing. Uh, mostly I was sold on the fact that it was a YouTube video of a guy beating a boss by simply parrying and dodging. Um, so it's just precision movements. And I'm like, wow, that's... I don't know why, but that seemed to really appeal to me. So uh, we'll see. But Blood Stained um, is the game that is on the Xbox Game Pass, which I can play on PC. Which is and, like the uh, Castlevania. It's the Castlevania-esque one, which yeah. I think, and everybody sort of raves about that one as well. So mm-hmm. I think those, the Blood Games, we'll call them. The Blood Games. Um, are, they're very different types 2020. of 2020. Blood Games. Blood Games 2020. There you yeah. go. And I got one more, and uh, and you knew all about it. And I think I'll end up playing it on the Switch because it's probably a really good home for it. But uh, Return of the Oberdin. Yeah. Um, I I've shown it to multiple family members. So I'm like, hey, do you want to check this out with me? It looks really neat to kind of and nope, zero interest. Really? They just dislike the uh, the art style so much. Um, and so I, I know I don't agree, but oh, it's it's but... okay to each their own. Uh, so I, I I think I'll be enjoying that's, it on my that's own. That's too bad. It, it's okay but, but uh it's a game i'm really looking forward to though based on your comments and reviews and i think it was i think it was on a lot of people's lists at the end of 2018 as sort of one of their games that they really mm-hmm. enjoyed in that year uh that released then so i think uh yeah i'll wait for a sale and grab it i think i think just uh just the unique experience that you'll experience based on the games that you've got uh i think it'll be well worth it just to just to kind of break away from some of the not to say that you're in a you know you're playing a specific set of games but it's just so kind of different from everything mm-hmm. on your list that i think it it just be a fun kind of uh tangent uh yeah on that list there is one other game coming up for nintendo like i feel like there's going to be a couple drop bombs dropped by nintendo in 2020 yeah. and like that we don't know about yet like we don't know when metroid's coming out i, I don't think it's anything a, on it. i don't think it's a 2020 game i'm gonna guess it's not either but but who knows it could be um i don't that'll destroy it, it. Be, that that'll be if, if that came out in 2020, oh yeah, yeah, for sure it'll uh, it'll railroad. Metroid Metro Prime is yeah. like one of my favorite series. Um, yeah, and I've never played the Prime. I've never played those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I have talked about it, and I I don't have a lot of familiarity with the 3D versions of those games. Yeah. Um, only only the side scroller, which I really like. Yeah. But uh, so that one maybe. Um, there's Animal Crossing, which I don't think I'll come around to buying. I it seems appealing in the sense that it's a Nintendo game, and I'm like, I like all things Nintendo it's it's not for me i i do think it's a neat release though for the year um which comes up pretty soon actually middle of march i think wow that's um, soon i hmm yeah i'm probably it seems like, it seems I'm, like I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm gonna to, end up with it it might end up in my house because of the kids yeah 
But I don't think it's a game that I'll end up. We playing. also, I mean, t- I don't think it's a 2020 release. Um, is the sequel to Breath of the Wild? Yes, I think that's probably next year. I think it's a 2021 at least. 2021, yeah. Um, uh, but and remember, though, this know. year we have, and it, not that Nintendo ever seems to care about these things. I'm sure they do, but they, um, they're just so resilient. Um, we have two major console releases this year, and I, I don't intend to. That doesn't really change anything for me at all. I think that's going to be a very different platform release because I think there's going to be a lot of backwards compatibility and like split versioning. Like if you buy the game, you can play it on both, but it'll be a different experience if you buy it, if you play it on the newer one. Yeah. Um, which I think is a great direction to go for, for console gaming, if that's truly what's going to end up happening. Um, but the, uh, uh, maybe that changes some of what Nintendo uh, spices up for later in the year so that they can get some more sales where, a lot of folks might be concentrating on spending their money on a new console. I think that I think the thought, yeah, it's definitely. Um, I mean, there's still rumors out there about the Switch Pro. I don't, I don't believe it. Um, but you know, <laughs> happy to be proved wrong. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure. really. I, honestly, I'm not even ready to replace my Switch or get an upgraded version t- today. Um, but you know, maybe uh, eventually. But um, I think more. Uh, everybody's saying that uh, with it being uh, the two new consoles coming out, that it's more likely that Nintendo will drop a you know a large IP game at the end of the year to kind of bookend it, uh, just like the you know the major consoles because Nintendo definitely um, definitely is software first. Their hardware never typically. You know, it's never cutting edge or whatever. It's not yeah. cutting edge. I- it's not in comparison to what um, Xbox and PS. Uh, sorry, Sony uh, and uh, Microsoft are doing. Um, but... Okay, I'm calling it right now, Jacob. Right now, February fourth. This is the time I'm I'm calling it. Okay, that we're gonna get a, a Switch Pro with Zelda: The Breath of the Wild two dropped in November. I don't I don't want that. <laughs> and and uh, or you can play Breath of the Wild two with slightly less fidelity and quality on your yeah. On your on your your every man's I, switch. No, because I don't want that. Because that that that's something that I I want. So I don't. So I don't want it. <laughs> and you can so, you can you can peel so away I the actually, layers of that. I echo I echo your feelings on not wanting to replace my switch. I don't really have a desire. There are only two features of the switch that I that I would like to improve on my current one. Um, I'd like Bluetooth audio. Um, I've I've done away with cables in my life and i'd like to do away with them there um it would be nice to have it does obviously not required but um and the second one is a, is a longer battery life and i can have that one today if i was if you really to wanted my, to yeah if i wanted to and trade mine in or whatever but um i will say that i was kind of promised a three-hour battery life i feel with the the current switch and i feel with the current games like fire emblem and other heavy hitter mm-hmm. games it's it's maybe two um if i'm lucky so it's i'm I'm, i don't generally play huge playing sessions but i might go a little bit of time before i get it back into a charging state like a dock yep um and so like a a longer battery like the new ones i think are rated at six something Um, like that six to nine or something yeah yeah. something like that so i mean they're substantially longer um and that new light that we have in the house um certainly lasts tremendously longer even playing games like fortnite which are i would imagine quite intensive i I, the battery has not been an issue for me um even traveling uh has yet to be a burden on me yes uh the battery isn't like 
uh, fantastic. And it, and of course, it's an older system now, so the battery doesn't hold the same charge as it used to. But it could be a bit of that for me too. I don't I don't find it yet to be a um, an issue for me. Uh, finding charging or plugging it into play um, hasn't been an issue, even on planes and stuff. Um, hasn't been a, a, a super concern for me, but, um, so I'm not really, I don't know the cycle of the switch. It, it seems like at least has another year in it before we see anything, uh, anything new added to it. So I'm hoping for more of a software year than, uh, worrying about hardware, especially coming out with a light last year. I really just don't think that they're going to, uh, they came out with a new edition of the switch, like a new revision and the light. I don't think they're going to kind of come out with a pro this year, but We'll see. I mean, it's predictions, right? It's predictions. They're... Yeah, I, I, I mean, we'll know in June probably. Uh, I think E three. Although I heard Sony's not showing up at E three, but they'll well, do their own. Thing. They haven't for the last two anyways. years. No, they haven't. But the, I think what we'll see um, is what we'll get near the end of the year. I yeah. don't think that after June there won't really be any big. Yeah, it'll big be that we weren't aware. Of. It will be interesting to see because we don't know yet uh, what. Nintendo's flagship game is going to be for E3 because they typically now only showcase one a major game, maybe two, yeah. right? And so we've seen, um, you know, Mario, Zelda, uh, Super Smash. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse and, me. And I think we'll see a couple more Wii U games trickle over. I mean, there's some rumors about that. Yeah, it seems like a no brainer to just bring a few more of those over, like Super Mario 3D Land and stuff like that. Um, but I do. Do think it's going to either be Metroid or Zelda that'll drop? I'd be surprised if to see either one of those this year. Yeah, I I would be too. But But, I but I as long as they were not rushed out the door, sure they can come up with another Mario game would be fine by me as well. That too too. We haven't heard about one. Nope. Yeah, have not. Maybe that maybe that'll be a reveal. Maybe. Yeah. Um, there are definitely some games coming out in 2020 that will uh potentially interrupt our plans. Um, mm-hmm. so you talked about animal crossing. I think I am going to get that one. I, um, I'm pretty interested in that one. We talked about cyberpunk 2020, uh, sorry, 2077 doom eternal is coming out, uh, in the looks spring. Cool. Uh, looks yeah. cool. I don't know that that's an interruption though. I think that's no, a, I think it uh, doom was a very fun game, but I think doom eternal is just a, I'll pick it up when it makes sense and on sale, yeah. something like that. For sure. Um, half-life Alex is coming out. I'm a big half-life fan. I do not have a VR system to play this with. Uh, though I am already putting feelers out to see if I can borrow to a, one to get access to one, whether, yeah. whatever that is. I um, because I I just want to play more Half Life. Um, I'm a sense. little annoyed it's gated behind VR, to be honest. Uh, but that's I mean, I know that's like the thing to do nowadays. But uh, mm. we'll we'll see. I it, I don't think it's going to ruin my plans because it has that requirement to find a VR system. But uh, right. definitely, we'll be looking you into could just that. Rent time in a VR uh, studio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like playing it uh, forty-five minutes at a time each week. Yeah, yeah. Um, Persona Five Scramble. We mentioned this. Yep. I'm not necessarily interested in that kind of uh, game, which is. Uh, sorry, I can only think of Dynasty Warriors or Hyrule Warriors. That kind of that uh, yeah. many it's, many enemies. It's that Warriors type game, yeah. But I've seen the trailer, and it honestly like just looks, looks very persona 5 it, and it does it yeah. makes me want to play it uh it yep. makes me play like want to get back into persona without um you know re- without replaying persona 5 again actually kind of a different style well it's not a it's not a day one for me but i'll be watching out for it like i'll be watching yeah. kind of some of the reviews and a little bit more about it uh and definitely keeping my eye open for it cool 
Wasteland 3, we talked about a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think this might be the group game for this year. Uh, looking forward yeah. to that coming out and getting the chance to play that. Halo Infinite uh, is supposed to come out this year as well for PC and Xbox. Uh, it's the sixth in the series. Um, so that's very exciting because it's actually going to be a PC and Xbox game first time. And, and uh, actually probably... No, I, Halo 4 I, I bought actually when it came out sorry so Halo 4 I was able to buy when I got out but most Halo games I never get to play on first day of release because I don't have the console for it or I have to wait for whatever uh, so this is kind of exciting that will definitely be probably a day one buy for me not for me but I, I get your excitement yeah looking forward to it um, Psychonauts 2 I backed this one I love Psychonauts and I'm super thrilled uh, to have Psychonauts 2. It is got a... This is a Schaefer game, right? Uh, Tim. Tim, yeah. Tim Schaefer game, yeah. Uh, it keeps... I keep seeing... They keep releasing a little bit of footage here and there about it. And it looks amazing. Uh, if you haven't played do... Psychonauts, Psychonauts is a very funny and cool platform game. Is it due later this year? Or... It's just a 2020. Um, okay, so we don't know yet. It may not happen in 2020. They're, it's known to... They're known to push, but um, they're now under Microsoft. They're a Microsoft developer. So I think they've now got a bit of um, a bit of weight behind them uh, to get stuff done. So that's kind of exciting. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, I did this before the show, and I found a couple of games that I did not hear about that I'm now like very excited for. Uh, one of them mm-hmm. is called Spirit Fair, and I was talking to you before we started recording a little bit about this. I'm just going to read some of this description because... Um, you look up the trailer. Anybody who's listening to, listening to this, look up the trailer for Spirit Fairer. Um, it it is a cozy management game about dying. You play Stella, a fairy master to the deceased, a spirit fairer. So you you ba- basically build this boat and like befriend spirits, and then you release them to the afterlife, and that is basically your, your the thing you do. And so you farm fish. So it's definitely just like a uh, Stardew Valley kind of esque thing, but when you look at the trailer, it just looks like a very just nice, casual, like non stressful game about just ferrying these spirits to the afterworld. It just seemed very cool. Um, and the trailer sold me on it. I watched the trailer and I was immediately like, I, I feel like this game is going to be really cool. Um, 12 Minutes, that's another one that I saw, which is an interactive thriller about a man caught in a time loop. And also watch the trailer for that. Uh, if you haven't, it, it looks just really neat. It's, it's literally just this, this, this 12 minute time loop, I guess, of this event. And you, you, you keep learning from those events and, and deciding what to do to try to, to change that loop and get out of it. Uh, so very cool. It does look very neat, and this, the art style is cool in that one too. I think it looks like a an intriguing game for sure. It's like a top down almost, like a kind of yeah. a yeah. I I don't know if it's isometric necessarily. No, I'm not sure. Either, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it looks very cool. Uh, sports story, that's a follow up to golf, golf story, story yeah. uh, which I really liked. If um, I got through the whole didn't thing, like the turtles. You didn't like the turtle. I know you got caught on one thing and. Threw it out the window. Uh, But I liked it. It kind of cheese balls, uh, sports RPG. uh, Yeah, it's a it's a fun, easy like late like a 
non-stressful game if there ever was one. And sports RPG well, looks except for the turtles. Yeah, <laughs> sports RPG <laughs> looks just that much more fun because it's a whole bunch of different sports in that yeah. same style, um, kind of top-down, uh, top-down, you know, pixel art RPG. It looks very fun. Look, looking very for, much forward to it. It does look cool. I think I, there's a few here that I added as well. Um, so there's a game by the folks that made Infamous uh, called Ghost of Tsushima. I think it's pronounced. Um, and it looks amazing. Um, it's a, uh, it's like a kind of a sh- shogun and or um, open world medieval Japan kind of uh, game where you are a samurai and you are interested in uh, just like, seemingly just murdering people in various different ways. And there's kind of a, it's a stealth combat game. Um, and then you've got a bunch of like uh, tools at your disposal. And from all all the videos and whatnot I've seen, it it looks pretty great. It's actually been in the making for quite a while. I think it probably got announced a year, year and a half ago. And I think everybody's been pretty hmm. excited about it. It was actually a free PS4. Uh, I don't never changed my PS4 like theme before, but there's a free PS4 theme for it, and it's really cool. Interesting. Um, it's got a, it's just like a shadow kind of thing. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, I don't. I've heard of the Infamous series, but I've never played it or know anything about it have you played them before i haven't uh well i shouldn't i mean i technically i have for a couple of minutes but uh, the, okay. for all intents and purposes i have not um i do have access to them through the ps plus through um uh, an account that's logged into my machine as a the home account but the um uh no i haven't got into them but they're they're generally well regarded as far as quality and and sort of fun fun games to play hmm. um so that one's good the uh, last of us two um, I still haven't finished Last of Us, which I didn't put on my list. Um, but Last of Us 2 seems like a game that's probably going to get a whole bunch of praise and it's going to probably lure me in in some way. Um, but it will, of course, require me to finish the other one. Um, it looks interesting. I it, it looks a little grittier and looks looks cool. I mean, it looks good. I, I like Last of Us. I, I don't think it's like top of mind for me. I did notice that one. I actually didn't put it in the list. Um, and yeah. that's, that's I, on again, me. Again, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like I feel like it can lure me in, but it's not something I have planned. So to play. it's Naughty Dog as well, which is um, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it'd be like a Ch- Uncharted Five if they released another Uncharted game. I'd be like, yeah, it's definitely one that I probably will play. Sure. I don't think it's going to interrupt my year. No, I like you know, like it's. Yeah, I think I can probably get to it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so another game coming out. I don't know a lot about it either. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like an overhead view Diablo-esque kind of style game, um, which seems appealing. Diablo 4, by the way, obviously will also railroad. Actually, Diablo 4... I should have. I was going to put that in the list. I figured you were going to bring it up as the game yeah, that yeah. destroys your... Yeah, so I don't... I, well, I just am assuming it's not coming out this year. In fact, I almost guarantee you it doesn't. Oh, do we not know? Uh, no, nobody knows. No, Blizzard never announces. Uh, I gotcha. Coming okay. Out. But um, the... Uh, in fact, I think even their latest expansion for World of Warcraft is like, it'll be out before December. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what it says. Um, but the, uh, yeah, Diablo 4 would absolutely, it would have railroaded everything for me, Cyberpunk and, and everything. Um, that being said, it's a game that I can play on the side as well. The But Minecraft Dungeons looks like a neat game and it might be a, a friendlier version of that kind of game which means that i could maybe play with a kid or, or kids um, which which seems really appealing and that's intending to come out uh on i think multiple platforms uh mid-year is it maybe even earlier 
I mean, does it still have the Minecraft elements if it's top-down? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's got that three-quarter view, right? That sure. kind of view. But it's like, um, you're still like, kind of My sense is that the environments, I think that there's probably less building, and it's more of just being okay. in a Minecraft world. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about it. In it's fact, a, talking about it, I might just go look into it a little further, but I suspect it might be one that makes its way into my house. My, Minecraft is a series that I never, never t- really touched at all. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I was well past any interest in it when it came out, but I, I've been exposed to various elements of it through, through the kids and through yeah. uh, through a mutual friend of ours who, like, there's some next-level modding that you can do in Minecraft that can make some pretty crazy stuff. I think that stuff's kind of neat. Um, uh, I noticed there's a new Ori game coming out. I never played the original. It's a game that seemingly is a game right up my alley. It's gorgeous and also a good gameplay. And actually, I own it, so I should just play it. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I is... might own it as well for some reason. Yeah, so that one seems really appealing. Uh, Resident Evil is getting they're they're kind of going through and remaking all their games. Um, I heard Resident Evil Two is one of the best remakes that of all remakes. Yeah, forget it. And uh, I know that it's technically not the game I should be playing, no. but I kind of want to play. You're not gonna. You're gonna play like five minutes of it and realize you can't play it. I'm aware. Yeah. Like I just, I wish, I wish I could get past that kind of stuff, but I just, I don't even bother. I'm not even humoring myself and thinking that I could ever play something like that. I played one Resident Evil on GameCube back in. Yeah, I played it on PlayStation. Early 2000s. The dogs jumped out the window. I yeah, was in the mansion, and I, and I played for, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I probably played for 30 minutes, but didn't really move far because I just, like, you know, soiled yeah. myself within the first. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was like, why am I playing this? And I was, I was like, my parents were out of town, and I was in the, like, house by myself, and it was, like, the worst setting and everything. So I'm like, nope, Resident Evil, we're done. Yeah, yep. I understand. Yep. <laughs> uh, it does. Yeah, I could maybe do it with uh, with some company, but anyways, it it's, it seems appealing. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are looking forward to when they redo four because I think uh, that'll be the one that is a little more current, and a redo of it will actually be right. pretty pretty amazing. Um, and then the only other one I had on my little notes on the side here was Wasteland Three, is that group game that you mentioned. But yeah, I think I think all in all, it'll be a pretty good year for 2020. It'll be interesting. I think any year where they come out with new consoles is always a a little interesting because uh typically the first few they'll have a couple maybe blockbuster games or games that they ported over that look really amazing yeah um but all in all like usually the first run of games is generally a little lackluster and still trying to figure its way out in the new consoles yeah but if they take this new approach where where it's just like a they it's kind of like you're upgrading your computer and they're allowing it to with like just predefined settings to play optimally on a yeah. ps5 or whatever it i don't know i i think it i'm excited to see what's going to happen in the console world because i think it's going to be if 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 what i think around this whole like ability to split between the consoles and sell you one game i think that uh i think that'll be really cool yeah for sure um and a big change yeah the xbox and uh playstation are definitely not uh consoles that i would um uh, jump to getting or even consider even thinking about the next console what that means to me uh both of them are ones that i've inherited through whatever means um mm-hmm. uh, nintendo is the only one that i've generally monitored kind of 
the 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 release of it um switch being the one the only one that i've actually pre-ordered um but uh yeah it'll be interesting what comes out uh the one that i didn't mention here is uh, hellblade senua's sacrifice 2 is actually t- technically maybe a 2020 because it's oh, a my, it might be a launch game because it's a launch game consoles. for yeah. yeah i'm not it's not clear on, i'm not clear on that but it is supposed to be an exclusive for that mm-hmm. um which is it'll make its way to kind of odd, but it'll make its yeah. way to other platforms. That one's the one that I'm cautious, uh, cautiously optimistic about, because um, I'm not sure how they're going to make a sequel to that. But um, definitely, am interested in following that and seeing where that where that goes and w- whether I can play it when it comes out. But uh, cool. it it feels like a busy 2020. Um, and just to kind of bookend my comments on this, uh, I definitely like uh, you know we say this on every episode we have a spreadsheet that uh adam and i kind of track our games and what we have in our backlog and where we're putting them and uh i was doing a bit of cleanup on that and i i was kind of comparing it to the games that i own in uh you know across all the different launchers and platforms and stuff and i do need to go through it uh and kind of make some decisions about because i was i was keeping track of everything that i own and just kind of throwing it in there and i think some of them stuff is getting bumped down because it's not necessarily a priority um but i kind of want to go through that because uh, just now that gog brings everything together i've now realized there's, there's a bunch of stuff that i've i own that i haven't put it i haven't listed as my backlog that i'm like i really want to get to that game and right, if i don't yeah. put it in my list um i'm gonna forget about it i could probably do the same thing and because i have access and my xbox game pass thing that i got for a dollar um is i think it runs out middle of next year so actually i mean that doesn't seem like that far away, but when I have all these other things in my way, I should probably take a look at those, yeah. those types of scenarios and make sure that I'm, you know, playing the things that are available there while I have access. I wanted to look at Xbox Game Pass actually, um, because I wanted to see uh, if it's worth it to play some of the the few games that I I, I realized I didn't put Outer Worlds on this. Oh yeah. I, I want to get to that on 2020. That's a game that yeah, I've got I, that one installed. I tried it for a few minutes. It looks really cool. I'd like to play it, but and not so I was thinking, like, oh, maybe if there's a few games on Xbox uh, Game Pass, whether it's worth me signing up for a small, a short period just to get through a few games yeah. on it, like I did with EA. I think that's that's the thing with all these, and I think you know they talk about this all these streaming platforms. We've got Disney Plus, and I think all the networks are starting to come out with their own things and think that they can charge five bucks. How Apple thinks they can charge six dollars right now for their TV service is beyond me. It's there's almost like nothing in there yeah. um, to watch compared to Netflix, which is just marginally more. But mm-hmm. the the whole concept is is that I can just subscribe for a month and then get what i want and then get out unsubscribe right yeah and i think there's even there's even some apps that support these kind of subscription monitoring now so you can kind of be more mindful of like what's my subscription spend this month um so maybe that's where we have to end up going for some of this and we just get in, in and out for periods yeah yeah i mean i did it with ea um to play anthem and i got mm-hmm. you know what yeah. like five or eight games out of it uh by doing yeah, it that way a few of those together it was great yeah, yeah so it, it worked out pretty well and i i i think i got my money's worth uh definitely over the two two or three months or whatever i paid for so uh yeah i was thinking about it the other day because uh, you, you always mention it and um as long as you time it right and you you know you kind of pay for it knowing that you're going to jump into that the game that you wanted to um mm-hmm. um yeah I think it'd be worthwhile. So I'm going to explore that, uh, see if, uh, especially watch out for deals 
uh, for the I mean, Xbox. I mean, really, what you need is more games <coughs> on your list. Yeah, definitely. Games. Actually, yeah. a question for you um, mm. that may help our listeners as well. D- the Xbox Game Pass also requires you to be a gold member as well. Do you have to have both subscriptions? No, the, it, 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 is, it is both. Like it's both in one? Yeah. So if you so, pay Xbox Game Pass, you technically have the gold. That's my understanding, yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, I have, gold, I have uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, I believe it is called, to get the PC version uh, as well. And so they had a, I, I think I said this before, but I'll say it again. Um, the, uh, they basically allowed at one point when you had a gold membership, which just allows you to get the, the monthly gold games plus the online play, mm-hmm. um, they um, allowed you to convert that to an ultimate pass, which gets you PC and Xbox and their game library on top of the gold. Um, and they allowed you to upgrade your gold for a dollar. And they allowed you to do it for up to three years of gold. So I wasn't really keen on spending like a tremendous amount more money on gold, but uh, so I think I I already had some additional time on my gold at the time, and I added an additional year, and then I converted it for the dollar, which is just seemed like a, a killer deal um, to get access to all these games. So I just need to like oh, I, I said, just be mindful of what I have access to. But I think even I think from time to time they have deals on uh, signing up for it as well. So you just can kind of keep your eyes up for that. Yeah, well, you, it looks like you month. can sign up for a dollar for three months, which. That seems pretty great. That like that'd be per- yeah. I, even if I only ever if I only played Outer Worlds. So yeah, playing dollars, for dollar to play deal. Outter Worlds, like it's pretty good. Done. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I just like to see the I'll have to look into it and just see kind of the oh, games. They've got, yeah, they've got Bloodstained and they've got like Slay the Spire. Bloodborne. And, uh, uh no Bloodborne <laughs> actually. Yeah. They don't do all the blood games. <laughs> um I'll have to look at it and kinda kinda see what uh yeah. When it's worth it, but yes, I because I out of worlds. That's definitely a game on my my to do list. Anyways, well there you are. I think we've so talked a good, lot about this. I was gonna say yeah, it's a good summary of uh, of twenty twenty plans. That the, we'll we'll monitor accordingly and hold each other extremely accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we won't do anything. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. Now we got to get to it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it then. All right. Well, this is uh, this is this is the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at Outrun the Bear. Oh, look at this. We got a sign off now. I know. It's amazing. Um, and you, you know, you can catch this podcast on all your podcasts. Wherever listening. you're listening to it right yeah, now. Yeah, wherever you're listening to it right now, you can continue to listen to it. <laughs> you can on continue that to go there. We are not going to remove We're it. We're not going to remove service. it. Uh, unless forcefully removed, you know, against our will. But right. that's not Dude a plan. Jacob's content. Yeah. Well, I can see that. This has been good. Thank you, Adam. Uh, thank you, Jake. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.